Hi everyone, this is Salman Qureshi and you're listening to the Expat Brat podcast show. What is it? What's going on? How are you guys? This has been a little erratic uh, the last couple of weeks with my show and episodes and everything, but we're getting back to regular schedule, um, mainly because I was working with uh, a fellow comic, uh, Rushi Rafiq, one of the funniest and most talented guys I know, and uh, I, I've seen him evolve into a great comic, and he was always, from day one, he was just really incredible to watch, and um, every time I see him, he's one of those guys that I, I, I just laugh out, uh, whether it's uh, improv shows I'm doing with him or stand-up, and uh, if you guys know our history, then you will know that he and I do a, we've done a, a two-prof show together, we've uh, we've done the Bollywood improvised show which is going to come back on at the courtyard again later this year if you've never watched it you got to come and watch it it's really cool i you know i know it's my own show and i'm tooting my horn a little bit but it really is a very cool show mainly because we take an audience member and we turn them into the hero of our improvised story which is you know kind of inspired by bollywood themes and what's you know you, you can't you, there's nothing you can fault about that. It's bound to be fun. It's bound to be crazy. And it's very colorful. Um, I'll tell you closer to dates when it's on. Uh, and so Rushi and I, we've done that. We do a lot of stand-up together. And now it was only uh, it only made sense that we take this relationship to the next level, right? So he and I were... We have started a podcast, uh, but the main show, it's not its not going to be just audio. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on YouTube and videos that are being produced, so we're going to start releasing that really quick, uh, well, really soon, and um, you can follow it on Sal and Rushdie. I'll leave it on the description, but Sal and Rushdie do, right? So Sal and Rushdie do lots of different things. Um, I should have given some thought to the, 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 the name the handles I've put up on the uh, social media, because someone pointed, actually, Rushi pointed it out first to me. I don't know if someone else pointed it out to him, but he said the last bit looks like it says Salman Rushdie dildo, and that's not what I was going for. Hey, but all news is good news. Or all pub, sorry, my bad. All publicity is good publicity. Is that it? I can't remember, but you get the point, right? So if you think that, then you're, you know, it's, it's on you. You've got that mentality. I did not have that intention or thought or anything. Anyway, keep a lookout for that stuff because I'm really excited. It's going to be funny, like I said, because I'm working with one of the most funniest people I know and have seen live. So that's saying something. I know I know it's big words, but uh, the guy totally deserves it. He, he opened for Wayne Brady. Uh, just a few months ago at the Coca-Cola Arena in Dubai, and that's huge, you know? So uh, just the fact that he's giving me his time, I hope he doesn't hear this bit. I'm I'm just really grateful. I'm just very, very grateful that this guy, and my phone's on, not on silent. That's so unprofessional of me. There you go. Now it's done. Uh, <laughs> and there's my pitch for, for shows. Hey, if you want to catch me live, though, this week, uh, we already did last Monday. We did a really fun show. Uh, we had like a sellout crowd, and it was buzzing in there. It, there. I can't, you know, when there's great energy from the audience, it just 
automatically lifts you up as an artist as well. It's always great to have that. And I think we were really pumped about it. And so we kind of got into it. And it was a mixed show again of stand-up and improv. That's uh, it's called Sal and Rushdie do uh, do comedy, and uh, yeah, that that's where we got the theme from. Uh, Sal and Rushdie do different things, and 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 that was a real fun show. So I got to thank thank everyone who came out. It really, you, you guys have no idea when the audience is there for a laugh as well. It just makes our job easier, and I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it it wasn't. Um, I had a long day. Uh, on the day and then you come into the show and you kind of have to go uh why am i so tired i wish i could you know skip the show sometimes as well because you're just tired from running around doing a million other things because you know in case you don't realize comics also live a life outside of of the stage i guess you know um and so it was it was great doing that that was on monday and now i'm uh heading back to the courtyard for a maestro night that's a really fun format I'm going to do a vlog on that soon. I'm, uh, uh, keep a lookout on my YouTube channels as well because I'm, I've been talking to a couple of my friends and working out different videos. I'm, I'm just really keen on doing more and more uh, production stuff. So yeah, I'm really chuffed about this mic I've got. Again, a very close friend of mine, a comic, a very big uh, social media influencer, if I may say. Uh, he recommended a couple of mic, uh, mics to me and I, and I just got it over Amazon and it was really there's a lot of packing and cardboard and you feel guilty right well somewhat for like two seconds you feel a little guilty and you're like oh my god so much packaging so much so much destruction of the climate before I could just so I could and for my own comfort get this delivered to my house but A, it was a great deal. B, I would have had to burn petrol driving up and down anyway to some some store. And hey, man, if you've looked at the petrol prices, I don't know. I don't know. I think the damage would have been the same. The environmental damage versus my short-term cost of living damage. And I opted for, 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 for the short-term benefit. And I'm sorry. And I only have one child. So I'm like, hey, good luck. <laughs> you know, next generation. You do your thing, we'll leave you what we could, all right? Uh, I didn't make a lot of those decisions in case you're listening to this in this um, post-apocalyptic world. And and this is the only kind of thing. My laptop's the only thing that's working for some reason. And, and you find this podcast episode and you're like, whoa, what happened? What happened? And I just want you to know it wasn't me. I didn't make those calls. I made small calls, but the big calls were done by politicians. They ruined everything, all right? People who couldn't. Like, take the right choice, just do the right thing. And I have to live with it, all right? So I, 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 yay, you throw comfort at me, I will absorb it, all right? You you make things easy for me, I will double down on it and, and get lazier with every single thing you throw at me because I'll just lie there and take it because I'm lazy. If I wasn't lazy, I'd get up and do something about it. So, yeah, that's what caused the destruction of the world in a nutshell right? Uh, but if you think those are the only reasons, then you only have to look around and go, hey, there's a lot of attention being given to Matthew McConaughey for his speech at the White House, which was good. It was really good for him to speak up. Uh, quite a few people did. Steve Kerr uh, spoke up and a lot of basketball players are talking about the gun violence thing. And it's really nice to hear, uh, no, not nice to hear those stories coming out, but but the fact that so many people are taking strong positions on it. I think in the past some have, but this is really, really building up. And I always wonder, like, what what's the number of deaths uh, 
of kids being killed before America goes, we got to stop this, man. Uh, we got to take away these automatic killing machines from uh, people uh, without proper checks and stuff, right? Like we, we, we got to implement proper checks and stop this senseless killing. And it is possible. It's very easy. You just have to look at the rest of us all over the world where the absence of guns leads to very little, if no, school deaths by guns, right? Mass shooting. But anyway, this guy comes up. He gives a speech at the White House. And now people are like, he's very presidential. And I'm like, no, have you seen his earlier movies? You've already done this with Reagan. You've done it with Trump. You've gone for these reality and TV and Hollywood. The obsession with fame and Hollywood in America. There's a wrestler who's a governor, right? So this thing about... And I'm not taking away. Matthew McConaughey does sound very intelligent. His audio, his um, his bio... Autobio was actually very interesting, uh, and he reads it mostly in his own voice in on, on the audiobooks, which I listen to, and I have to say I was mesmerized, I'm going to admit, I'm a fan, uh, but, but just that, that charisma thing that Americans keep falling for and nominating someone as president, I'm just like, I don't know, man, you guys got to sort that stuff out, wow, like I'm... I'm sorry if I'm talking a lot today. Like I'm just busy. My brain's just been frozen for a while. And I'm just like letting loose of everything that's been on my head and and, and just talking without even breathing. Like it's just crazy, right? I, I'm a little disappointed as well. Uh, I caught this clip of Bill Burr doing some new jokes on and it was like Netflix. Bill Burr, I didn't read it properly. And I thought, oh, his new special's out now. Or it's coming out, and and then I realized it's him with some friends, and I uh, I haven't watched it yet. I've just watched clips of it, and then I caught his bit sounded good, but a friend of mine has given it bad reviews. So I'm I get really easily swayed by other people's opinions. So I should really stop looking at reviews and just watch stuff for myself, and then judge it, right? And then read stuff. But I do. A lot of times I'm like excited about a film or TV show or comedy special. And then someone says, oh, it sucked. And I'm like, oh, deflated about it. But but, but I got to do it, right? I think I will watch it and make up my own mind. Because that's the kind of person I am. I make up my own mind, okay? And if you agree with me, leave a comment so I can, I, I can be assured that I'm making the right choice. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> So anyway... There was this one comic whose clip I watched who's on the Bill Burr show. I didn't catch his name. I'm not familiar with him. And he was going on a bit about the hand handmade is it the handmade or hands made tale? The handmade tale, right? It should be the handmade tale. Why would it be hands hands made? That would be like a lot of maids with hands. There's one made with two hands, right? So if you said handmade, I don't know. You get what I'm talking about. That show is great, but he pointed out how it's um uh, the the storyline of her going back and forth is based on uh, this this uh, Harriet Tubman and how she rescued a lot of people. She was this uh, black woman in slavery herself, and then she rescued her family and other people over and over uh, from back in the day. And uh, that that bit was quite interesting. I don't know how true it is. Probably is. You know, they have. I think. That is cultural appropriation. I'm usually a bit like, hey, man, that's fine. Let it go. But now he had a good point. Listen to his joke because I don't want to spoil it for you. 
but he makes a very good point about it. And if it's true, then really sucks that a white woman has taken the role or the storyline of of a black hero. God, life is life is special. Speaking about white woman, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that white women uh amber heard man uh, i feel bad slightly but i don't know who's right or wrong and you know what i've talked about this enough but i couldn't help but there's, there's this saudi guy who decided to offer to marry amber heard and that just you know that's cracking me up because i'm just i'm just like who's going to be the beater in that relationship yes i went there okay i went there <laughs> all right if amber was telling the truth then she's then the Saudi guy's like, hey, you know, she's used to it. She'll fit right in. If she's not, and she was actually cray cray, um, cray cray, uh, then um, I had to repeat and say it right. Uh, then then the Saudi guy's in trouble. He's like, I'm getting a good deal. I'm getting punching bag plus wife plus uh, arm trophy, uh, and, and then suddenly, bam, he's the one getting beat up. So that will serve him right though. If I, I wonder, I I really need to read up more on that. And I think it's a good, it's one of those things I hear and I'm like, man, I wish I had done it. Because it's a nice way of going viral, isn't it? Next time there's some uh, scandal, I want you guys to help me out by by going, hey, you know what? It would be a great idea to offer to marry that person or, uh, or, or play this angle or that angle just to get in the news, you know? Uh, like I said, no publicity is bad publicity. I don't know if that. I still don't know if that's a correct statement. But I'm sticking with it, and that's that. That's how we're rolling now, and it's going to be part of my thing. And now it is the truth because I've said it enough times. All right, that's how truth works. That's how lies become truth, and I've done it. Oh my god! Uh, confession: I am. You might have noticed from my podcast that I do talk a lot about movies and TV shows. God, I have too much time. God, this comedian has too much time. Make him work hard. I do work hard, all right? I just make time to watch some stuff too, okay? It's the only time I can neglect my son and and watch a screen, okay? Let me have that. And uh, so I have to, the confession, I just heard Joker 2 is coming out. And I kind of feel bad for two reasons. One is because I just feel like, man, that's Hollywood just cashing in. It was a great film, made a billion dollars. It got, you know, got the main actor an Oscar. Like, let it be, man. Just let it be. Just move on and enjoy it and let that nice feeling about having made a great movie stay. Because I don't know. I know sequels could be great. Hey, we're talking Top Gun, which I'm going to watch pretty soon. Surprisingly, I haven't had time to go yet, but I'm very excited. My wife and I are planning to step out, watch that film in the cinema like it should be. I bought into Tom Cruise's lies and his marketing and PR, so I don't care. All right, I'm going to go watch it in the cinema, and I will let you know how it is. Mainly, I'm going because everyone else has said it's really great, okay? Uh, Oh, no, I'm falling for that again, (laughs) but... But the confession, the second thing about the Joker thing, right? Apart from most sequels are shit and you're just tarnishing a great uh, uh, legacy, I suppose. Maybe not. Maybe these guys will really turn it around with a huge film. Hey, you know, even if they lose money, they've made enough on the first one, right? <laughs> and so but the second thing is I haven't watched Joker yet. I've had plenty of opportunities. Yeah, I know. Shocker, right? I just, 
I just couldn't get myself to do it because so many people say it's so dark and depressing in some ways. That was really hard to watch, but it was such a great film. That's what literally everyone personally that I met told me about the film. And I just couldn't get myself to do it because I think, I can't remember the release date now, but around the time it came out, I was just like, there's enough shit and bad stuff going around in the world and in my life right now for me to take this two, three hour movie and depress myself further, you know? I wasn't depressed, depressed, but I was just like, you know, just really not the most optimistic person. And I did not want to watch The Joker at that time. And once the once the kind of craziness around it goes and a movie, you know, the whole, everyone's talking about it and how great it is. Once that kind of subsides, then I lose interest in watching it. And I've had that happen with a lot of films. So either... I strike real quick or I just go, uh, I'll get around to watching it someday. And then I go, no one's talking about it. No one cares about it anymore. Should I even bother watching it now? But I really should do it just for my own sake, right? <laughs> that sounds really stupid of me. I just realized how needy I am, right? Everything I've been saying is like, will people approve? Will people like what I think about this and stuff? And that's uh, that just, ugh, that's sad. That is sad. Um, so I will find time to watch it now. I'm in a happier place. I've been doing a lot of comedy shows, so I think I can offset that. I can build up enough laughter and fun to bring myself down a little bit with that film. <laughs> you got to balance your emotions, you know. Uh, comics are known to have depression and whatnot, and uh, I don't know if that's true, but I just, you know, I don't want to be a stereotype. That's what it is. I want to be. I want I'm different. I'm so different than everybody else. Um, wow. Speaking of different, there is nothing different about a lot of things I do. But anyway, look, uh, great week. I've had a chance to catch up with some of my thoughts and stuff. Uh, I I do love when you guys throw me in some questions and leave some comments. Uh, make sure you keep doing that because uh, at some point, if I find some interesting ones, I will turn around and answer them on this. I keep forgetting to write them down, printing them out. What I'm going to do next time is I'm going to print them out and I'll have them in front of me. They're building up and I'll, I'll just do like a, a session of just me answering a lot of your questions. But keep them coming. I'm not ignoring them. I'm just saving them up for a big, uh, <laughs> big episode. That, and that, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right. Uh, you guys uh, just remember a couple of things, man. Follow Sal and Rushdie. Uh, if you're in Dubai, come down on Thursday night to the Courtyard Playhouse. I'm going to be there. And what else? Yeah, that's it, man. And with this podcast, make sure you review. Uh, oh, before you go, if you haven't left yet, if you had this one thought that just came back to me. So I'm just going to reverse back this whole closing statement and leave you with one last thing, one last question. I want to finally add some music for my intro and outro. And I've been thinking about my, if you've been listening to my episodes, I'd like you to give me some ideas on what kind of music you think would be the right mood for my show. So if you've got some ideas, message them on Instagram to me or leave a comment on the uh, under the page. Uh, wherever you're listening to the episode, I'll, I'll scout it and I'll find it and, I, and I'll build that. So yeah, on that note, thank you very much for listening. Um, like I said, make sure you leave a review and rating. That really helps. Share the episode if you enjoyed it. And follow me, especially on Apple Podcasts, because that's where I'm concentrating on building both this podcast and, uh, and Sal and Rushdie. So catch me there. And lots of love. Have a good week ahead. Bye.